0: Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. North Point is an area rich with immigrants. The Shanghainese came in the 1930s to escape the Civil War and this formerly industrial area has a big Fujianese population. It was also the site of some drama during the 1967 riots and its market has a tram running right through it. To find out more, I joined Chow Chung hua of Walk in Hong Kong for a taster of a two-hour tour she'll give around North Point
1: on Saturday, April the
0: 25th.
1: My name is Cheung-Hua Chao. I actually grew up in North Point. I, I was born and bred here. I'm truly North pointer, <laughs> a North Pointer, actually.
0: North yeah. Pointer.
1: Yeah, I actually lived in North Point for about four years. Really?
0: And it's really uh, a character unto itself. There's uh, not very many British colonial
1: markers yes. here. Um, Well, actually, the only colonial connotation in North Point is the road, King's Road, uh, which was built uh, in in the 30s to celebrate the jubilee of uh, King George V. But apart from it, you you can't really see any, say, colonial buildings and any colonial remarks. Uh, This is a very, very Chinese community here. And actually, different waves of um, immigration, uh, took place in China and those people uh, sought refuge in this area. First, uh, uh, it was the arrival of the Shanghais and they arrived here uh, during the 30s, that was uh, during the civil wars in China. And then the second wave of immigration were the Fujianese community. Uh, they came here during the Cultural Revolution. So basically, uh, in North Pond, you could see at least three or four types of uh, Chinese coming from different areas or regions in, in China. The, the Fujianese, the Shanghainese and the local Cantonese and later on and the overseas Chinese from say uh, Indonesia and the Philippines.
0: Now you were saying that you grew up here. So what uh, ethnic heritage are you?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I would describe myself as an ethnic minority here because um, they are, they, the, the Fujianese community in North Point is really big. And I, when I go, when, when I went to the high school here, my high school is, uh, uh, is uh, actually used to locate in in Fortress Hill. Um, actually, quite a number of my classmates um, were Fujianese. I don't really speak their language. Okay, now we are in something the theater. Um, this is No Ordinary Theater. Uh, it has been here since the 70s, actually before the 1997. This was the place uh, for the celebration of the establishment of the People's Republic of China. So uh, whenever um, October arrives or before October arrives, you see that the, actually the pro-China communities or the, polit- uh, the politicians will come here to celebrate the um, the establishments of, of the country back in those days. But of course, after the 1997, uh, the, the, se- the celebration no longer took place here. But for the people living in this area, uh, this theatre actually had some other more important functions. For the older generations, it is one of the very few places in Hong Kong that show Cantonese opera. Um especially, especially in the old days, um, the Cantonese opera troops uh couldn't really uh stage their performance in government owned venues. So um Sunbeam Theatre was one of the on one of the two places where people can see Cantonese opera. The other one uh, used to be the Lee Theatre in Cosway Bay. And for people of my generation, this Theatre became really important during the 80s, especially the late 80s. Um, That was because uh, before the 80s, uh, the theatre here, sun Theatre, used to only show China-made movies or the China propaganda. So we, we 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 didn't really like them, uh, but it's since 1988, commercial films just, uh, started showing here, and there used to be th- three cinemas in North Point, and this is the only surviving one.
0: Now um, the, the Sunbeam Theatre was actually under threat a few years ago.
1: Actually, it has always been under threat. <laughs> uh but it seems that it is pretty safe now that a, a, a businessman uh, is subsidizing the rent here. Yeah, for people of my generation we, we love coming to coming to this theater to see movies back in those days. uh One of the reasons uh was uh the tickets here is cheaper, actually much cheaper than than the, the, uh, those other two in, in this neighborhood. Also, Sunbin Theatre is actually um, located uh, right on Kings Road. If you could read the Chinese characters, you could find something really interesting on the buildings right across Sunbin Theatre. There are temples inside the building. and also So, yeah, we're looking at a high-rise yeah. of, what, about 15 stories, but it's an
0: old high-rise with the with curved yeah. uh, round end on the building, yes?
1: Yeah, there are, there are temples on the building, and there are a lot of clan associations. I was told that actually uh, North Pont has the highest concentration of clan associations in Hong Kong, and basically most of those clans are originally from Fujian. So you could see that uh, the Fujianese community here is really big. Yeah, so when you say clans, do you mean like Kaifong-type Groups or? Similar, similar. Well, usually, uh, let's say if you are a man come, uh, coming uh, came from uh, a certain village in Fujian, uh, if you met your fellow countrymen here, you could actually form your own clan here. So a clan can be uh, your fellow, uh, the the group coming from your from the, your same village or your same neighborhood or even the same city. So
0: they're all so there's a lot centered in that building.
1: And also, what do you mean, like an actual temple in the flat? Uh, they, they are all private temples, uh, like what we now see in front of us. Uh, there are characters saying that it is a Guandai Mew, a, 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 a Guandai Temple. Basically, uh, these people, these Fujianese communities, they whenever they, ca- they came to Hong Kong, they actually invited the, the god or the deity they worship and they bring the, the statue all the way from their, their home to here and they set up the temple and they perform the, the ritual, rituals that they perform the same as in their home. So that's why you could see that they, 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 they are really religious people. That's why uh, you, you can also see that uh, apart from this temple, you could see also the Guan Yin temple uh, not far from here and other sort of temples. So whenever there are some, some deities birthdays, they would perform those rituals over there. And I was told that actually there, there are, well, there are seven million people in Hong Kong. And at least there will be, there, there are one million people from, uh, who uh, who has Fujianese background. So you could see that it is a really strong force in Hong Kong, no matter religiously or politically. They have their own store, which is the, the Chinese goods store. So they can buy stuff from their hometown. Uh, they have their own publisher. This is the commercial press. Um, they also have their own uh, newspaper. This is the Dai Gong and Man Um Also they have their very own schools. Uh, from kindergarten to high school, uh, to primary school and then to high school. that will all be in Fujianese? Yeah, quite a, a number of them are in Fujianese. Well, even even say uh, during, during classes, uh, basically they speak Cantonese, but after classes, uh, you've got your, your, your classmates also from Fujian, so they, they will stick to speaking Fujianese.
0: So are people still coming over from Fujian or are they now several generations down?
1: They are several generation down already. Um, but the culture is still strong? Still very strong. If you speak to a, an older generation of the Fujianese, basically they still don't speak any Cantonese. And actually you can see quite a number of them in, in, in the markets not far from Sunbin Theatre, and that is the Chen Yue markets where we are going to.
0: So we've just gone into the Chinese goods store here along King's Road. Yeah.
1: Um, this good store has been here since the late 60s. And this is actually one of the surviving Chinese goods stores of this style in Hong Kong, I would say. Um, yeah, it's quite old-fashioned, isn't it? Very old-fashioned. And the, the way they, they do business is also very old-school. And also the stuff they sold... Wasn't very old-fashioned. It it, it still has a certain kind of nostalgic feeling. Um, Yes, I'm very surprised to see this still
0: here because there used to be similar ones over in Choi and also Central. But uh, the yeah, Yuhua was it? Yeah, but they and I used to love them for the or the stationery, and I like the fact that when you bought anything about four people had to handle your receipts
1: yeah you
0: know <laughs> it seemed a great bit, great employment scheme
1: yeah and well honestly actually this place has never been changed uh, when I when I came here to do my shopping uh, when when I, when I was a child well actually we, we had to buy our uniforms and our shoes here uh, when we were child
0: well we've moved up from the Chinese goods store along King's Road up onto a bridge over the road and uh, so we're at the crossroads of Tong Shui Road and King's Road.
1: Okay, um, here we are, right above King's Road, and in front of us there are two really big buildings. Um, one is called Kowloon Daiha, Building, and another one is the Metropole Building. Uh, these two big buildings um, actually play a vital role in 1967. One of the major battlefield of the riots in that year actually took place right here. Um, well, actually, it is, it is a, a bloody episode of the history of North Point. Um, I think uh, for the older gen, for the people who live here, um, they would probably heard of it and actually probably witnessed that. During that year, the police actually, uh, a certain team of police got some special training, in upscaling, um, if you could see from this historic picture, uh, there there was a helicopter actually right above uh, this Kukun where the Chinese goods center located. In that year, actually in August, all the entrants closed their doors and all the windows shut. So basically, the Kukun uh, building and also the Metropole building uh, became a fortified castle. And that's why the police uh, couldn't really went inside to do the search, uh, so that they, they used a the helicopter to send a team of police uh, going down to the building to do the search. They were searching for some, well, for, for, the, for the government's term, they, they were rioters. Uh, but for the pro-Beijing term, uh they, they were heroes uh, of the, of the anti-colonialism campaign. These buildings used to be the residential quarters for the Chinese uh, companies who had business uh, in this neighborhood. And when the police uh, started searching, they found something really interesting. In the Metropole building, they found a very well-equipped uh, mini-hospital high uh, right behind a corridor, and they saw an, an operation room over there. So they'd set up a hospital within these sort of barricaded buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love this market because I think this is the only market in Hong Kong that a tram can go through. (laughs) Yeah, and whenever, actually, especially during the midday, uh, if a tram passes through the market, you could see something like most going through the Red Sea that people will start uh, going apart and to let the tram go through. So we've got vegetables, meat, the usual stuff in the
0: market, underwear, bags, um, uh, also clothing, and uh, vegetables, fruit. Um, and uh, this is a mix, so is this uh, mostly Fujianese or is this also Shanghainese?
1: Uh, mostly Fujianese, but you can also uh, see some Shanghainese stuff. That That's why we are going to... The, the noodle factory and they are making Shanghai's noodles. Okay, this is a very typical setting in this neighborhood. Usually, um, at the front, uh, this is a shop, and at the um, behind the shop, you could see a, a, a the, the mini factory. Uh, the type of noodles that they are making is of the Shanghai style. Uh, as you can see, that they use a lot of eggs, and then after they they need the dowel. Uh, you can see that they are drying the noodles by hanging the noodles actually right on the ceiling.
0: Extraordinary. So I mean, the this this has been here forever, I presume.
1: Yeah, they, it has been here for at least 60 years, and all the noodles are um, handmade. And what's the factory called? Zennam. <laughs> And is it a family business? This is a family business, yeah. And actually the founder of this noodle factory um, used to serve as the chef of the first um, prime minister of the Republic of China.
0: Chow chung of Walk in Hong Kong. If you'd like to join her nostalgia tour around North Point between 3 and 5 p.m. next Saturday, you can find the details on the Walk in Hong Kong website at www.walkin.hk. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage.